Oh god, stop doing that! My ear, boy! <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Yin and Yang podcast, episode two, created out of boredom in lockdown in London. I'm Andre. I'm Z, and we're going to take you to places you've never seen. Um, I'm just trying to rhyme our names with other things apart from A to Z. I'm working on it, guys. We'll, <laughs> we'll get there. I mean, on the bright side, this time around, I didn't really cringe, so it's pretty good. <laughs> So, um, I guess before we can kick off today's episode uh, and reveal the topic, let's, let's talk about the feedback from episode one. Um, thank you to everyone who listened. I remember looking at the analytics the other day and like we had 55 unique listeners, which if you think about it, is a lot of people to who have listened to us talk about absolute crap for 45 minutes. All the feedback I've been getting is all on your voice um and apparently <laughs> i'm quoting right now they're like your co-host voice is so sexy and i'm like what about my voice i mean i think you have a very nice voice too z you know don't worry about that but you know to all my new fans hey, hey what's up ew, <laughs> ew. <laughs> um moving on okay <laughs> what's our topic right. today should we should we do a reveal the most highly requested topic this week is dun 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 uh the friend zone or f and f yeah flirting and the friend zone we're excluding the other f oh i just got that actually (laughs) because that'll be a long conversation (laughs) yeah yeah but like yeah this is essentially like a combination of two topics that were very frequently requested and uh yeah, I think it makes sense. One leads to the other. Yeah, well, okay. Given that flirting is Andre's specialty, what's how do you define flirting? And are there different types of flirting? Do you flirt differently with different people, different intentions? What's the deal? <laughs> I guess flirting, in my eyes, is probably just playful conversation with a very slight sexual undertone. Sexual undertone. Mm, Not sure if I... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. But like, you know, like, uh, I mean, sexual not as in, uh, you know, like banging or having sex, but like there is a like physical interest or I I don't know. I don't know how to describe Mm. it. Interesting. Sexual tension. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. And I guess when do I flirt? (laughs) All the time. Yeah, Uh (laughs) 24-7. Basically. I feel like uh, when girls are brought into the equation, my whole demeanor and style of conversation tends to change. Is that certain types of girls or is that all girls? I would I would even argue and say that most girls, I would say like 90% of the population, I will flirt whether I'm actually attracted to you or not. But, <laughs> okay. but obviously the flirtiness will be more... F- will be more for a girl that I'm attracted to. I think just picking on the point around, regardless of whether you're attracted to that person, you're going to flirt. Why? <laughs> In the case that like the girl I'm not really attracted to, um, it's not with the attention, intention of like uh, 
chatting them up, getting them on a date or something, but it's just a natural response. When I was younger, I was actually a, a very shy, quiet guy, <laughs> and I had a whole lot of trouble talking to girls. And one day, I don't know how, but I started to gain a bit more confidence, and I noticed that I felt most comfortable talking to girls when I would flirt with them. Because I guess it gets me in the zone and like, uh, I don't doubt what I'm going to say next. So I, I just like, uh, let things roll off my tongue and uh, deal with the consequences later. Okay, you said 90% of the time, 90% of girls you were flirt with. Who's the 10%? I was gonna I was gonna say my female friends. So like you or like uh, other female friends, but that's not necessarily true i think i think there were times when you say things and i'm like huh that's a bit risky <laughs> what to you <laughs> to me, the... i mean to me really? yeah, yeah yeah i was like hmm i'm not sure okay but i was like no because i think for me i understand that being flirtatious being playful is part of your personality it's very well ingrained so i think that's why it's very easy for me to be like uh means nothing the problem comes when you do it to girls you're not familiar with, so they might get the wrong impression because they don't know that the playfulness is ingrained. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's one. That's the downside. But like uh, to go back to the ten percent of girls, um, it's just girls I'm generally not attracted to at all. Well, obviously relatives. I don't know. They're like some female friends I would just not flirt with because it's not the right vibe. I have some female friends who are my juniors, and I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm like, yeah, fuck no, man. Like, uh, come on, that's kind of that's kind of yeah. sus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like your brother's friends. Oh, that's really weird. Yeah, come on, let's 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 not even go into that topic. <laughs> um, I think what I want to unpick is you said there is sexual undertones. Um, I don't yes. know if I agree with that necessarily. Uh, oh, here's a good example. It's like um. Someone will compliment me and say like, oh, I really like the way your hair is today or something like that. Not that I style my hair any differently. Um, mm -hmm. It's always the same, basically. But uh, then I'll be like, oh, yeah, I styled it just for you or something like that, you know? And uh, it elevates the premise. It sorry, it elevates the conversation to it sort of like gives that, you know, like attraction hint. But really, there is nothing. Mm. But like, you know, it's just for fun. Interesting. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of an example where I think I'm flirting, but I don't know if the other person gets it. I think that happens a lot. I think sometimes I flirt and the other party does not realize that I'm flirting. <laughs> which is, which if is you're too subtle. Uh, I think usually the way I flirt is by showing to them that I care, or I bring up the tiniest, littlest detail that they've told me maybe a couple of months ago, ages ago, basically, to kind of like hey, I care, and I remember all these little things about you. I think that's generally my approach to flirting. It's less about complimenting them or teasing them. It's more kind of like showing them I care in very subtle ways. Is that not just validation, though? Like, uh, you're, trying to, you're trying to validate yourself in their eyes by showing them you, you give a shit. Yes. I mean, the objective of flirting is to express interest, right? Ultimately. Definitely. Yeah, ultimately, yes. And I guess that's how I express interest. Um, yeah, they're interesting.
We have very we have once again very different styles. <laughs> That's the point of the show, guys. Yeah, I mean, I mean, okay. I think the thing is, I ob- okay. I express my interest to pursue to get to know them better. Not even for our relationship. Sometimes I just want to get to know them better as a person, right? That's the objective. Mm-hmm. I think for you, I think the objective is sometimes circumstantial. Yeah, definitely. Sometimes, uh, sometimes I want something from that person. That sounds terrible. <laughs> the, the the want is usually not anything like really big. It'll be like uh, I'm I I'm basically trying to butter them up to ask them a favor for you know like something small, mm. and then. Sometimes it's just because now that we've started to talk about it, I think maybe sometimes it's because I'm nervous and I use the flirting and the bravado that comes with it to sort of hide uh, my nerves. I see. Yeah, a little bit. Because you know you're good at flirting. And I guess people have told you you're good at flirting. It's a safe bet because you know you're good at it. You know you can fall back on it. And uh, you're right. I, it's just like uh, it's like my default behavior. It's like uh, obviously it's, it it's not the best behavior at all times, but like uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I it it could be it could be like a nerve a nervous reaction or something like that. Do you? I've never thought about it. Ever feel bad flirting with someone you know you're not attracted to, but you're just flirting for the fun of it, for the thrill of it? No, not really, because. <laughs> in reality it's just a conversation it shouldn't be taken like uh as a definite sign that i am attracted to you or vice versa it's it's generally just two adults having a nice conversation it's a bit fun playful and then that's it that's all you should take from it Mm. if it then like escalates to something else that's not the flirting that's well that's just like uh, that's escalation that's like uh both of both parties are attracted, and then, uh, and yeah, see what happens. But that's not the flirting. I don't think so. So I, I don't really feel bad, and I don't think, uh, I don't think anyone should feel bad. There's a difference between just flirting and leading someone on, mm. because I think that's what could happen if you flirt with someone too much and you consistently do it all mm. over and over and over again without making your intentions that I'm not attracted to you clear enough. I see your point, but I think what you highlighted just now is that there is room for interpretation anytime someone flirts or supposedly flirts, right? It's like, mm-hmm. like you're never sure if they're flirting or if that's their personality or if they're genuinely just being nice. I think that's I think that's what you highlighted, that level of ambiguity. I think the most one of the most common questions I get from people who tell me stories is like, how can I tell if someone is being friendly or flirting? Can you even tell? Hmm. Is there even a difference? Is being flirty just simply being friendly, but in a more playful way? <laughs> For me, I can usually tell, but it's not the words that they're saying that are the are the th- are, are the giveaway, but rather the body language and the mm. the eyes. Yeah, you know, like the looks and. That that's when you can tell whether someone's being friendly or someone's flirting with you. I guess like if I'm inter- uh, if I'm flirting with someone but I'm not really interested in them, the my you know like when people say like in books or whatever, uh, his eyes he was smiling but his his smile didn't reach his eyes or something like that. 
Yeah. I think it's the same. It's like uh, if you're flirting and you're saying all these fun, playful things, but you don't mean it. It you can sort of tell from by just by looking at someone's like eyes and like the sort of gaze they're giving you. Whereas if they're interested in you, it's usually a more powerful, more um lingering gaze as opposed to mm. as opposed to just like you know like uh haha you know that that's really funny you know you're mm. you're a really pretty girl you know guys would be lucky to have you or something like that. I think another sign is finding reasons to touch the other person. Not in a weird oh, way, yeah. more just like <laughs> like touching the arm or like a, just bumping to the person. You know, like it's like a friendly-ish, or like you know sometimes like when girls, I guess when girls get nervous, sometimes they just hit you. <laughs> oh, is that is that what it means? Okay, fine. But no, okay, you, it it depends on the context, obviously. But it's if if you're vibing and like you throw a little compliments here and there, and she ends up hitting you, chances are it's kind of just like an extension of her excitement. She just wants to kind of like show the physical affection without being too obvious about it, so she might just hit you. <laughs> you might just <laughs> okay, fair. No, there's nothing wrong with doing that, I guess. I know. But um. Uh... <laughs> But I agree with the, the 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 touching, um the playful uh, the playful like little the playful taps or like hits or whatever right, that that's that that's usually a sign that someone's flirting with you, but because I guess like because they're they want to be quote unquote physical with you right, but it might not necessarily be a, a true indicator because that person might just be really touchy-feely with everyone, you know? And then, so at, in that case, you have to sort of step back and, you know, like, look at the picture again and see, like, oh, is that person really touchy-feely with just me? Mm. Or with, like, everybody? Or, like, every guy slash girl that that person interacts oh, with? definitely, definitely. Like, I can think of a lot of people who are naturally touchy they don't see it as weird it's just who they are the same case with you and flirting i think because it comes so naturally um mm-hmm. it's just becoming part of who they are which is completely fair but i think the the problem is that blurs the line between someone who's being nice or friendly to flirting i'm not gonna lie i'm not the best at picking up cues as well i think sometimes when you're trying to flirt with someone or trying to express interest sometimes you also put too much weight on what the other person does when, wait, sorry, when you're trying, to, when you are trying to express it like, or like try say, and ga- gauge someone's attraction. Yeah. Say I'm interested in this person, right? Usually I would put a lot more weight both into my actions toward that person, but also more weight on how that person reacts to what I do. For example, on any given day, for example, if I am bringing my stuff and it's heavy, and I whine about it being heavy, <laughs> and then you offered to carry that stuff for me, I'm just like, okay, that's just typical Andre being a nice friend, whatever, cool, you know? But like, if it's a guy that I like, who then offers to bring the stuff for me, I'd be a bit like, oh my god, is he like, oh, he's so caring, oh my god, I think he likes me, oh my god, is this interest? When in reality, it's like two different standards. <laughs> because it's two different lenses. <laughs> you know what that's actually probably the best example i've heard but like yeah when you're interested in someone you tend to view their actions with a sort of bias Mm. right you're hoping that that action 
that that word they said was them flirting with you when in reality they could just be like just being nice you know like just paying you paying you a compliment i think going out on a limb here but have you ever consciously choose to kind of reciprocate a girl's advances without any attraction yeah yeah i'm not gonna lie yeah i mean they i can obviously tell that they're attracted and they'll like be a little bit flirty and then i'll flirt back and then like you know that's normally all hunky-dory that's fine but um then they'll continue flirting and they'll get a bit touchy and then you know like this is where i would like normally if i was like not feeling uh what's the word horny what's the no what the hell <laughs> i don't know <laughs> when i'm not if like i'm feeling a bit cheeky then what i would norm what i do is i just like you know they're, they're they're like you know like slapping my arm or whatever the fuck it is then i'll like uh i'll i'll, es- I'll escalate it further you know like oh they just slapped my arm okay i'll grab them by the hand or something like that you know but i'm not attracted to them i'm just like why why do you do that then up. because the girl will see that as a sign that you are reciprocating your feelings look this is this is this is not i'm not very proud of this but what i'm saying is that <laughs> is that you know like sometimes this like little devilish feeling comes over me and i'm like ha why don't i why don't i just do this you know and it's really bad because it's it's leading them on but like i don't know like uh, for some reason i just do it it's just like a spur of the moment thing is it because it and makes i'm not attracted to them feel good like about yourself in a way in at in some part of me yes it does but really i don't think i do it because for my ego or whatever but it just happens like uh it's like my brain is on autopilot but I yeah I, I i have led girls on cool i feel like the theme that we've here heard so far it's more like first either you're so used to it you don't realize you're doing it or secondly you know you see this like because of your interests you see everything kind of distorted like rosy tinted glasses is that the term yes that's the term so i feel like because of these two factors there are different types of biases in a way both unconscious though um and i think this is why it's important to consult other people when you're pursuing someone with true interests because i feel like a third person who's objective can help you kind of recalibrate like whether you're being too flirty or whether the other person looks genuine in their actions like in in terms of whether that's a sign of whether they're interested or if just if that's just because they're nice that's the best advice i can give i would say yep i agree if possible, find someone who knows you and the other person equally well so that they're not biased. You know how, like, if they're close friends to you, then obviously they're rooting for you. They're always going to say, that guy's definitely interested. You know, that's, that might not be the best. <laughs> but yeah. Isn't that what I always do? You. To who? Yeah, to you. Yeah. That's, okay, yeah. This is why I'm a bit like, what, what the fuck is going on? Because he always thinks <laughs> everyone's interested in me. And I'm like, no, you're not being honest with me. <laughs> Look, I'm. You see, I'm. I have that problem about being the biggest supporter. You know, I want you to succeed. I'm not a yes man, but I just want the best. And so, you know, like, uh, gotta, I've gotta hype you up. But similarly, every time I was like, if I have an indication that the guy is not interested, I would tell Andre. I was like, Andre, this happened. I don't think he's interested. He would ask quickly. <laughs> this the guy to the ends of the earth so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just supporting you <laughs> um but anyway um, um i think 
the other end, I think I think you kind of hinted at it earlier, but when you flirt, you can you have you have the risk of leading someone on, and then if you guys are inconsistent, like if you guys meet each other multiple times, or like if you guys are part of the same friend group, there's a risk of being friend zone. In my opinion, the friend zone only occurs when there is attraction, right? So what we're assuming in this like flirting scenario is that one side is attracted to the other side and uh, the other side is not returning that attraction, that same attraction. Now that that that's the friend zone, I think. Okay. Is there such thing as one-sided attraction? I feel like by definition, attraction needs to involve two parties. So, okay, I used to think a long time ago, I don't know if I still believe it now, but a long time ago, I truly, truly believe that if I like a person, that person will definitely like me back. Maybe to a different extent, maybe not as, a, as extreme, and maybe they don't even realize it. It feels like a really, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm going to say it, but like a very like <laughs> Tumblr-esque high school girl kind of kind of view, you know? like a... um, I generally believe that. Believed. Because otherwise, how would you get that close in the first place, right? Right. So, ladies, if a guy starts to get to know you, starts to try to get to know you, and uh, he starts hanging out with you a lot, and, you know, whatever, blah, 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 like, buys you a fucking bubble tea or whatever, there is a strong possibility that he likes you. Because, you know, there's that, like, age-old myth that boys are told from a young age, you know, like, uh, how, how, you know, you go to your dad and you're like, Dad, I like this girl at school, how do I... How do I how do I make her my girlfriend? You know, your papa would like say like, um, "Well, son, you gotta you gotta know you get to know what she likes and <laughs> do things that make you attractive in her eyes or some shit like that." And so that's what I feel like most guys are doing. So in your so this goes back to your like your theory that like uh, in high school, if you liked someone enough, there's a strong possibility they liked you back. Yeah, probably true back then. Because this is in the past, and we're in 2020 now. <laughs> Whereas, like, nowadays, or maybe it's just because we're adults, um, that's not necessarily true. I guess, like, the main difference now is that people are at different stages in their life. Some people, some people are getting married. Some people just are trying to look for a partner. And some people just want friends. So if you like someone a lot, there's actually 100% no guarantee that they like you back because um, chances are, even though you guys are super close, maybe they just wanted a super close friend and not a, not a, you know, not like a relationship or something like that. Mm-hmm. So basically at that point, you're in the friend zone. <laughs> Fair. Um, okay. I think you're right. I think as you grow older, there's a lot, a lot more different factors that factor into whether a relationship can happen or not things like timing future plans your other friends you know um and stages in life it gets confusing whereas i think back in high school why the reason why it's so easy to get to know someone and like someone is because it feels linear your life you know you go to school Mm -hmm. you go home see your friends see your parents go to school go you know yeah there's less variables (laughs) definitely definitely there's less variables that's my also there's less competition Oh yeah, I mean, mm, I think that's debatable because I feel like although as you get older, you know more people, you actually have less high quality friends. 
because you get busier. It's harder <laughs> do to I, maintain. Do I fall in your low quality friends? Oh, if you have to ask, then like, <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> um, I would just like to say I would not make a podcast with anyone. Um, yeah. <laughs> Aww, that's very touching. I hope that answers your question. But uh, where were we? All right. So, well, I mean, I mean, okay. To clear to clear it up, I guess. Um, earlier I went on Urban Dictionary and looked up the definition of friend zone, mm-hmm. and uh, here's a very formal definition: a situation in which a friendship exists between two people one of whom has an unreciprocated romantic or sexual interest in the other. Okay. Hmm. Makes sense. It, it makes sense because um, I guess in like this scenario, there, 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 is, there is the pursuer and the rejecter. But, there, but, it's, but the rejecter is only reject, is not rejecting them outright. Like, no, fuck off. I'm not attracted to you. Go suck a dick. <laughs> but it's it's more it's more it's more like they are um spurring the advances of the pursuer spurring sorry spurning correction okay just to kind of unpick that definition i know people say a guy and a girl they're both attractive they both like each other but they're not in a relationship because for example the girl doesn't feel like she's ready for it or it's not the right time but they do like each other and they spend a lot of time together you know sometimes there are other factors outside of the lack of reciprocation that puts people in the friend zone or i don't know if you would call that a friend zone but you know they're just i I wouldn't call that a friend zone but like yeah yeah, okay i I know i know what you mean and uh i've heard of friends who have experienced such a such a zone but like that's not as bad as a friend zone because the friend zone it's just you and you know you're here pining away and she's just like uh nah man nah he's not my type you know but you're, you're you have but you hang out with her all the time you you know you you vibe you always tell her like oh hey let's go hang out uh in hyde park together haha <laughs> uh but then the girl's like yeah sure and then you're like oh my god maybe today's the day and then you go to hyde park and she just sits there or not sits there you know what i mean but like no advances in the attraction were made or something like that now that's crappy because you don't know when you don't know if there is an out or if there is an end point Mm, there might also be you know in the case that two people like each other it might be that the thing that's stopping them is non-negotiable but they still like each other like uh, no sex before marriage yeah, or different religion if you feel very strongly about it. Or... Oh, damn. I hadn't even thought about that. There are other reasons why, apart from not liking you back, there are other reasons why people stay friends even though they like each other. So I feel like, to me, that feels like a friend zone still because by definition, a friend zone is like, you can't get past it. Like, you know, yeah, you're stuck I've... there. Actually, you know what? You saying that like the friend zone is... The point where you stay until and you can't get past into the next tier the next the next stage which is like i guess relationship tier yeah, yeah no that's a pretty good definition actually and it and it, and it makes more sense mm, although playing devil's advocate this is not my opinion but i have heard people say this one of my friends is a christian influencer 
<laughs> and okay. um, the argument she has is that friend zone is on the way to end zone. End zone Sorry? being a relationship. And, okay, I mean for for because <laughs> when 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 you said Christian uh, influencer, and then you said end zone. For some reason, my mind jumped to like the hellfire or something like. That. Oh God, no! <laughs> I mean, I meant like a relationship or like a marriage. I would say basically, I think the that crux... sounds better. That sounds the... better. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the crux of her argument is because a friend zone is that gray area where you're more than friends, you know each other more than friends, you interact so often, um, you're just you know the bestest of friends, and you know each other very well. She's saying. It's on the way to the end zone because you need to go through that stage to be in a relationship with someone. Um, it's quite reminiscent of, you know, one of those like typical coming of age teen movies where there's like these this male and female best friend and they do everything together, like BFFs for life. And then, um, you know, like as in like all coming of age films, like they end up together, right? And uh they're just they're in the friend zone indefinitely until one or the other you know picks up picks up and decides like you know what um let's move it to the next stage or like uh, there's some external factor like in the movies like uh, another girl is interested in the dude and the and the you know the female best friend gets jealous and she's like how could you chad <laughs> we were meant for each other poor chad <laughs> yeah <laughs> i see i see what you mean um but, you know, by that logic, that means our definition that it's, you know, it can't progress any further than that zone is wrong. You know, we can't say for sure you'll be stuck in that zone forever. But we can't also say it's because it's not reciprocated. So basically, we've ended up with two definitions of friend zone, and now we have no definition of a friend zone. <laughs> Whilst we're confused with all these definitions... Um, another thing is, there are other zones where people used to describe people they're really close with. You know, there are things like cis zone, bro zone, mom zone, driver zoned. Um, driver zone, what the fuck? <laughs> are these subsets of friend zones or are they completely different? I guess in the broad overview, they would be a subset of the friend zone, but they're more like, yeah, you could say they're more like niche categories, right? Because um, if you're like mum-zoned, well, then like there's you're probably not going to get out of that mum-zone because one of you suddenly is attracted to the other because that's kind of weird, man. <laughs> I just started laughing. I can't imagine it. <laughs> when you start saying mum-zone as well, I started thinking, like, have I ever been dad-zoned? No, I don't think so. I don't think any of my female friends call me dad. Yes, but there are some of your girlfriends who call you daddy. Ew. Oh, yeah, but... Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those, those... <laughs> I disgusted myself! <laughs> I'd like to... I'd like to... I'd like to... I'd like to clarify my name. Um, I am very open to whatever kinks you may have. Whether you like you know a b you know daddy or some shit i mean you know what i'm chill don't worry about it <laughs> okay so we've i guess what we've done is we've we've established that the friend zone 
it's a bigger zone right mm. it's it encompasses like different things and such but i'm i'm also quite adamant that the deepest darkest pit of the friend zone is when you have unreciprocated love or sorry romantic interest that's the worst kind of friend zone because no matter what you do no matter what you say you either a can't pluck up the courage to ask her out for fear of rejection ruining the friendship so you would much rather stay friends perpetually or b um you've been rejected before you've already you've already uh, made your advances and she's like hey uh, you know bob i don't see you that way um i guess we can just be friends and because you're a dude uh and you're used to being told that you know when you fail you try and try again you know like if a girl rejects you just keep on trying man uh you you stay in the friend zone and you still try to be her really good friend her best male friend and uh in the hopes that one day one day she'll see you differently but listen up guys i'm going to tell you something and this is a uh, you might not like it but uh it's the truth or most likely the truth <laughs> chances are she will never see you that way <sighs> and it's better to just cut your losses right now and give up it's going to hurt but it's better than just sitting there and spending months years just hoping that maybe one day she's going to change her mind maybe she's going to be quote unquote ready for you mm. and uh yeah i think that's the worst kind of friend zone don't be that don't be like that yeah. there are plenty of other girls out there you know what i would usually go against things that you say but i think that's actually pretty sound i think set yourself a time limit it's so much easier to grow back your feelings towards someone than to move on so i feel like if you concur the challenge of moving on then you know it's more beneficial to you and honestly if that person shows an interest at a later point in time, then, you know, you do you. That's good. That's great. That's a bonus. But you shouldn't be expecting it. Yeah, uh, that's actually a pretty good point. You shouldn't be expecting it. This person does not owe you anything for you doing all the nice things, all the things you've done for that person. They don't owe mm. you shit. Mm. Okay, like it would be polite if they like you know they like returned the favor and did like nice things for you, but they don't. They definitely don't owe your relationship. Agreed. Oh, that sounds harsh. My my heart is kind of breaking a little bit. Like I feel you. Like trust me, people who are friend zone out there, I do feel you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's just easier for you and your well being. Because first and foremost, I think you always need to kind of, you know, make sure you're well taken care of mentally and emotionally and i think the best way to do that is to not hang your for lack of a better word happiness on someone else's decision of whether you're worthy or not and that's 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 like a good tip because it's a, it shows that you don't you you are your own person and your happiness is determined by yourself damn anyway <laughs> um <laughs> uh i guess like uh however Although I've given a very riveting speech about how you should just cut your losses, <laughs> how about you decide uh, you decide, you know what, I'm not going to cut my losses. I'm going to try and get out of the friend zone. So Z, like, you know, like uh, if you were in the friend zone, or mm. have you ever been in the friend zone, and how did you get out? 
Okay. Um, I think, have I ever been the friend zone? For sure. The way I think about it is like, as human beings, we always want people to like us. We always want validation. I think what's the danger is mistaking that need for validation for liking that person or loving that person. You know, some guys, especially some guys, they like the chase. They like the thrill. They like, you know, they like trying to get something that is kind of just out of reach, but they don't actually like the girl. <laughs> yeah. <I'm... laughs> does this resonate with you? <laughs> it does, actually. Yeah, that's pretty good. Then I think that's the problem. That's why I think whenever you're stuck in a friend zone, you need to put a time limit for yourself and tell a couple of close friends about that time limit so that they can keep you disciplined. <laughs> because I feel like, you know, it's fine enjoying the thrill, enjoying the chase. It's fine. But I think the way to get out of the friend zone, I think there there are two ways. One is externally motivated, which is essentially where the other person tells you there is no chance this is happening. Please stop, you know, doing like getting trying to get close to me. Maybe we shouldn't be friends. I think that's the hard, <laughs> you know, that's the part where you cry in your room for like three months. Um, but there's also a way to get out of the friend zone that's internally motivated. And that's when if in three to four months, I try all these moves, I build up the momentum and nothing happens, chances are nothing's ever going to happen in the near future. Call it quits. Cut your losses, as Andre said just now. Am I missing yeah, something? You know, no, honestly, like I would I would generally said the same thing as well, like time limit. And uh, I know just. Just, just shoot your shot, man. Just just go for it. Yeah. You know, what's the worst that's going to happen? Ooh, I have an interesting question. Oh. Have you ever experienced or have you witnessed your friends move from the friend zone to the end zone successfully? I, uh, not, to, not to crush anyone else's hopes, but I don't think I've ever, ever seen this happen. Mm. I have seen, like, really close male and female friends eventually get together but that's like one in like a million cases okay not a million but like you know it seems really rare yeah. no I, I i've personally never seen anyone get out yeah i would say so i think if i have friends on a guy like if i've started calling you bro or sis um, <laughs> then chances are it will be very hard for me to change my mind because you know, if I need to move you from the friend zone bucket to a potential partner bucket, then I feel like that would require me to evaluate every single guy in my friend zone bucket just for equal treatment. Um, and also so that I don't have an existential crisis. Uh, but I guess a little story in a way. I have been friend zone. This is back in high school. Um, by a guy. He calls me sis. I call him bro. I friend zone him as well. I think in the beginning, and then I. Over time, I developed feelings. Um, mm, dangerous. Yeah, and um, so I, I was like, oh, I like this. I started liking this guy, and I was like, oh, he must like me too, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we started dating, and I thought, you know, that was I think that was the first time I got into a relationship after mutual friend zoning. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. So if, you got out. I got out, but. Um, I felt like moving away from the friend zone to the relationship zone started a ticking time bomb because surprisingly, it the relationship didn't last very long. It was actually one of the shortest relationship 
I've ever had. And I found, I found that a bit weird because, you know, if you're such good friends, you're that close, you become so close that you're friend zoning each other and you started developing feelings, how can it not work out? That, that, that's actually a good, that's a good point because you think like, oh, because you guys are, you know, like, uh, when people think like, oh, this is my husband slash wife, they're my best friend, my lifelong partner, you think, oh, it's because, you know, they know each other so well that, um, you know, that, that's why they're together. But really, I think in your case, it was that you guys knew each other so well to the point that perhaps you guys could tell after you guys started dating that it just wasn't going to work out because you guys knew what each other were like, what you both were like. Mm. And I feel like, you know, how people portray themselves in a friendship and how people portray themselves in a relationship is very different. Yeah, 100%. If you fall in love with someone in the friend zone, it can be a bit dangerous as well because I think you're expecting that person to act that way in a relationship. Uh, but that might not. Whereas in reality... Yeah, because then they'll reveal more about themselves because that that's just natural in a relationship. You get to know the other your your partner much more intimately, much better. Yeah, and also bringing in kind of the physical aspects of things. And I feel like if you're, you know, friend zone in such a way that they call you bro and sis, when the physical aspects come in, if you get into a relationship, it's a bit weird. Let's be honest, you know. <laughs> like I can't imagine. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm gonna cringe. No, I can't. Like, I can't even ima- envision myself. Nah, you, I think you should stop right there. Stop. Yeah, right there. exactly. That's you know. That's why I think you know. Sometimes people who are stuck in a friend zone always complain about the fact that if only she gives me a chance, I think it would definitely work out because we're such good friends. I think the fact that you're in the friend zone in the first place is already a red flag. Yeah, hundred percent. There's a reason why you guys are there and not anywhere further. I guess we've covered both flirting and the friend zone we've defined it undefined it and then redefined it again yeah which is which is good and we've also given you know you the audience some very good advice if i may say so myself (laughs) hopefully you know you take our words into consideration perhaps you know it'll help you make better decisions on whether you should get out of the friend zone or not or just perpetually stay there like a simp. No, I'm joking. I don't, we have to edit that out. That was really mean. <laughs> no, I'm not going to edit that out. <laughs> um, yeah, that's just my two cents. Our two cents. Well, um, I guess for closing... Uh, Follow at yin and yang yes. dot podcast on Instagram. DM us like what you want to hear about next. And we will stories. take that into consideration. Oh, yeah. Because, you know... Yeah, no one's, no one's, no one's sent a story yet. Fuck. Send us your stories because... You know, I'm gonna run out of stories soon. Like, Andre's never gonna run out of stories, but how boring would that be? You know, we wanna hear your stories too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, uh, hopefully, we'll see you in the next one.